Hi, it's Raina G. I'm going to talk a little bit about borders and boundaries tonight because personally we all need more boundaries because of how everybody's being divided and attacked. And on a global uh, scene, we've got a lot of border problems, not just in the southern United States, which is an invasion and people need to go to jail for what's happening. Um, but think about the other borders that are going to change now that Biden has surrendered to the enemy. Uh, you know that Russia is going to take over the Ukraine because nobody's going to stop them. The Ukrainians were removed. Uh, actually, it was Obama when he was in Congress who pushed for the removal of arms in the Ukraine so that the Ukrainians couldn't fight back. Yep, he did. People forget, don't they? Then you've got China that's going to take over Taiwan. They're already positioned to do that. And you have the Palestinian border, if you want to call it that, and the Gaza Strip. A lot of this is about Israel. Um, the caliphate doesn't want Israel there. And we have a lot of democratic socialists or communists in Congress who want to push for massive funding for the Palestinians and the overtaking of the Gaza Strip and beyond. Um, you remember way back in 2008 when Obama was running for his usurper office uh, illegally, but still, he kept telling everybody he wanted to level the playing field. What that meant, and people didn't get, was that the United States should not be a superpower in his mind. It should not be the strong, wonderful, freedom place that we know the United States to be. It should be like any other country. Um, and, and a developing country, maybe. Not even that. As long as the elite have their money, their mansions, um, and they think they deserve it because they do the work, then everybody else should be working collectively to support them. I don't know how many of you remember the history of Russia and the Bolshevik Revolution and Stalin and Lenin. I think it's Lenin and then Stalin. Um, and collectivism. And how they wanted all the, the agricultural people to form collective farms. And then, you know, all of the proceeds actually go to the state. And that caused a lot of famine and uh, a lot of deaths. A lot of um, problems. Because the farmers didn't know what else to do. So they followed the rules. They followed the, the new law. You've also got Cuba. Cuba has its own little boundaries because of where it is. But... It's not that far from us. And uh, now that they know how weak the United States is, don't think that some place, some country, won't go into Cuba, like what happened during JFK's time, um, to see what they can do to the United States from there. And they would love to do that. The Democrats would love that because the southern border, Florida, Alabama, Mississippi, Texas, um, all those places that are in the Gulf are usually conservative in nature and um, we're trump supporters they're red states so wouldn't it be great if you launch something from cuba and from venezuela against the southern half of the united states this is all coming and people don't understand it they don't get it and you certainly can't talk to a democratic representative like deborah dingle or whoever she was pushing on the radio today i think it was the radio i don't know um, that we need to have electric cars. We need to make everything electric because of climate change. No concept of how electric cars work. 
and that uh, lithium batteries and where they come from and what lithium mining does to the environment. And if the if everybody's caught in a snowstorm <laughs> and you're in an electric car and it and the battery runs out, you're done. You're done. Um, okay, so you can watch the battery and say you have to go get charged, get charged up. It doesn't happen like filling your gas tank with gas. And so, of course, Biden's made sure that we're no longer energy dependent um, to nudge people away from wanting gasoline cars because gasoline costs so much. And uh, that's going to push the climate change idea of electric cars. Now, what does that have to do with boundaries and borders? Well, you have to have boundaries in your life. And I have created boundaries constantly because of the kind of people who will try to um, manipulate you, use you, abuse you, abandon you, do whatever they do to you. I always draw a circle around myself and tell myself who is allowed in that circle. Not very many. I don't trust a lot of people and I don't even want them in my life because their ideologies and, and practices are just not conducive to my well-being or my happiness. So I draw a circle and I say, okay, that was allowed, that was allowed, that was allowed. That one betrayed me and I'll forgive her or him, but I don't want them in my circle anymore. Um, you need to do that if you are living in America right now because people are killing themselves. I'm telling you, I deal with suicides every day. And they're killing themselves because their friends no longer like them. They, they don't have anybody around that they can talk to. They feel totally incapacitated or insane because people are attacking them instead of being friendly to them. They have no friends. And America is a friendly nation. We're used to having friends and neighbors. That's what we are. We have friends and neighbors and people we work with, co-workers, and all these things that keep us together and help us stay mentally balanced or whatever. And all the division that's going on, staying apart, not being social, don't go out, do this, do that, is causing adults to not want to live anymore. And, and that's not a good thing. Now you think about the kids who they don't even know what boundaries are, <laughs> but they've been kept in their homes and they're going back to school and with masks on and, and being derided if they don't have masks and being told they can't go to school next month because they're going to close the school because everybody's sick. Well, you know, that's all deception and that's in the Bible about deception. It's all coming from the pharmaceutical companies and Fauci and everybody who's making millions and billions of dollars on this virus. So what do you do about boundaries with that? Well, first of all, say no. <laughs> you know, they, Pfizer now is being um, okayed by the FDA. That doesn't really mean a lot, just so you know. If you read the paperwork on Pfizer and their vaccine, look who the major investors are and who owns them. China. So, of course, China wants them to push this through so everybody gets vaccinated. Now you got to do the research on what's in the vaccines and what the side effects are. They, they won't tell you all of them. Oh, yeah, there's myocarditis. That's uh, inflammation of the heart and things like that. But it only happens to a few people, and mostly to men between 18 and 24, whatever. So they've got these little things out. Then they have charts that say this is how many people got the shot. This is how many people got the placebo how many people responded to the shot and how many people how many people responded to the placebo you don't know if you have the vaccine or not but if you're told you do your mind will take over and say oh boy i'm safe i got the vaccine and i'm telling you it's safe because i didn't get sick from the vaccine 
you might have gotten sugar water. You don't know because this is an experimental drug. It's an experiment. It's the same kind of experiments that have been done for decades from pharmaceutical companies, okay, and, and the WHO and all those people under Fauci, etc. It's an experiment to see if they can do anything about a virus that came out of China, yes. But look at what happened to the line of flu. We usually have a couple thousand, a few thousand people who die of the flu every year, and they have charts on on when the flu, you know, um, the chart jumps up like in certain months when more people catch the flu and some of them die because they're compromised other ways. Well, 2019 and 2020, there was no flu. This is the strongest virus that ever lived. It kills off the flu and heart disease and leukemia and um, uh, diabetes. It kills it all. It's a very, very strong virus because since it came on board, all those diseases don't exist except if they're coming across our southern border. We have no idea what diseases those people are bringing, and that's racist, right? No, it's not. No, it's not because you need boundaries. You need borders. You don't have a family if you don't have boundaries. You let everybody into your house. You let everybody eat at your table. You let everybody come through your doors. No, you lock your doors. You build your walls, and you have boundaries. You tell your children to have boundaries. They can't hang out with 90-year-old people or 60-year-old men or 45-year-old hookers. or They have boundaries. We have borders to keep our country safe and that somebody opened the doors and we know who did. So in your own life, your boundaries are important so that you stay sane. In our global life, our borders are going to be extremely important as we continue in World War III, which people still don't understand we are in. We are at war with China. We will be at war with others because now they've been emboldened by the weakness of O'Biden. And um, and we, we have to be prepared to fight, not surrender like uh, O'Biden. The, the, uh, he's giving you a role model. Just surrender. And then, you you know, you, comp- you, you know, you, you compromise a little and you, you talk to them a little and talk to your people who are now in charge and say, we hope we can do this. And we no, you don't. No, you don't. What should he do? People are saying, well, all these, the State uh, Department of Defense and the State Department, they should resign. No, no, no. There should be military tribunals and court-martials and, and um, uh, uh, you know, court dates set for everybody, indictments, so that they can be held responsible, not just resign on their pensions. That's not what I want. They're not going to get paid $454,000 a year to sit on their laurels and, and brag how they did this and that in, in uh, Afghanistan. No, they need to be arrested. They need to be in Gitmo. They need to be executed. They need to be gone. Because if we don't do all these things, if we don't hold our boundaries and our borders together, we're gone. We have no country. And it won't come back. We certainly won't be around to see it fighting for itself. Our kids won't fight for it. And it's going to be two to three or four more generations before people pick up and say, remember what America used to be. So that's it for tonight. Um, God bless those people over in Afghanistan and everywhere else. We're all struggling. We have family. We have friends. We have old uh, military pals that are in harm's way. So I'm asking for God to to please protect them and protect you all and God bless you all.